Hello and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the first of the weekly podcast for the Aaron Hernandez Memorial Fantasy Football League. If you've been in my leagues before, you know I usually do a weekly write-up, but that takes a lot of time. So instead, in the 21st century, we are going to be doing a weekly podcast where I talk shit about everyone. I give reviews of transactions, trades, and on today's rendition, I will be going through each team, grading each draft, and giving predictions for week one winners. So without further ado, let's go down the list and get this Aaron Hernandez Memorial Fantasy Football League draft recap underway. We are going to start off with the Red Rocket himself, Big Chris. Looking at Chris's team here, I got to say my favorite pick of his is Najee Harris, the rookie running back for the Pittsburgh Steelers. He's going to touch the ball a billion times this year. Um, I think he's going to be a huge part of not only Chris's team, but in in fantasy football landscape in general. Um, If I had to pick a weak spot for his team, I think wide receivers are a little tough. He has two guys that are technically the second receivers on their respective teams, Tyler Lockett and Amari Cooper. Both solid options in their own right. But behind DK Metcalf and CD Lamb, I don't know if the ceiling is super high for either of them. Um, having the best tight end in football in Travis Kelsey is a huge advantage every single week. And no matter what, barring injury, Chris should win the tight end position week in and week out. Um, overall, it's a pretty solid team. I think the bench lacks a bit. Um, but with Najee Harris having the tight end advantage at Travis Kelsey and Rodgers at quarterback, always a stud fancy quarterback. I'm going to go ahead and give a B- minus to Chris's team, and we're going to move all the way down here to Big Brian, a.k.a. <laughs> Mac Jones fucking slaps. Thank you for uh, that team name. Uh, so for Brian's team, we're going to go Stefan Diggs and Darren Waller. Same thing with Chris's team. Having that huge tight end advantage is key. So Darren Waller is going to be week in and week out a game changer. Uh, Darren Waller honestly has the potential to become the number one tight end in the league this year, even jumping over Travis Kelsey. I don't think it's going to happen, but there is the potential there. Uh, he drafted Josh Allen at quarterback, which is also another huge advantage week in, week out. Uh, Aaron Jones at running back. Daryl Henderson at running back two. The only problem I see here with Brian's team, outside of Stephon Diggs, I don't really like the wide receivers. Henry Ruggs and T. Higgins. Um... Ruggs is just not in a good offense. Their quarterback sucks in Las Vegas. And T. Higgins is slotted in between Jamar Chase and Tyler Boyd in Cincinnati. It's going to be tough. I mean, maybe T. Higgins is the guy in Cincinnati and he breaks out. Um, but, yeah, that I think the weak spot here is the uh, wide receivers here for Brian. Um, but having, again, with Chris's team, now on Brian's team, the tight end advantage, and now the quarterback advantage with Josh Allen, it's a, it's, it's a, big, it's a big step. Um, overall, I think it's a little bit weaker than Chris's team, and we're going to go ahead, C-plus, for Big Brian in his debut here. Uh, moving onwards, we're going to go to Mr. FaceTime himself, Big DCB, Dylan, a.k.a. Dude, where's my sack? And I'm going to say your sack is just not being at the draft. Um, that's what, <laughs> that's where your sack is. Uh, looking at Dylan's team here, my favorite pick of his draft was Kyler Murray at quarterback. I personally, you guys know, I have my little binder at the draft. 
I have Kyler Murray as the top-rated quarterback for this season. I'll give you that. I'll, I'll give you that little information. I think Kyler Murray is going to be the best fantasy football quarterback this year. So obviously, that's my favorite pick for him. Unlike Brian, who I actually kind of like his running backs, Dylan's running backs are some of the worst in the league. Um, Leonard Fournette, Josh Jacobs, it just, it, it hurts to even look at. It's, <laughs> it's a disgusting thing. You go on his bench, he has Samaje Piran, AJ Dillon, and that's it. Um, having four running backs, just not going to get it done. And these four running backs, not going to get it done. Um, uh, he does have Tyree Kill, which has, as we've seen before, the potential to put up 40, 50 fucking points. Um, so that's going to help, but... You know, overall, he has the rookie tight end, Kyle Pitts, and I came in, I don't think there's ever been a good rookie tight end, so that's a problem. Kyle Pitts is definitely a freak athlete, but I don't think it's going to be enough. Um, we like we like the big potential of our receivers. you got Tyreek Hill and Mike Evans, and I love Jalen Waddell and Michael Gallup as his flex. I love that. But at, at the end of the day, running backs wins fantasy football, and I don't think this group of running backs is a championship-caliber team. So I'm going to go ahead and give Dylan a C grade. So far, Dylan is the lowest, with Brian having a C plus and Chris with a B-. minus. Moving on to big Jakey boy. He looked pretty good during the day, and he got a little bit sloppy at night. Um, and it shows in his draft here. <laughs> we are going to take um, take a look at his team here. I've got Jake's favorite pick here of mine as Devontae Adams, just like Kelsey on Chris's team. Devontae Adams is a clear advantage and the number one player at his position. Uh, he put up some of the craziest numbers over the past few years, and I have no problem thinking he's going to do it again with Aaron Rodgers back. Um, Devontae Adams is just an absolute stud. Um, also, with compared to Dylan's team, it's a, I, I do like it slightly better, um, but I think Jake's running backs are going to hold him back a bit. Chase Edmonds, I like the potential of him, but even eh, not too nice with James Conner going over to Arizona now. Uh, he has Ronald Jones, um, same with uh, Dylan, another Tampa Bay running back with Leonard Fournette over there, and now Ronald Jones here on Jake's team. Um, and, you know, we got a great quarterback here in Justin Herbert. He had a phenomenal rookie year last year, and I think he's going to continue and get even better. Uh, a huge tight end advantage. So, so far going down the list, the top three tight ends have already been picked. Uh, George Kittle here for Jake's team, another advantage. Also, the potential to become the number one guy. I think there's really four or five solid tight ends this year, and these are the top three, Kittle, Waller, and Kelsey. Each one of them has the potential to become the number one guy, and each one is a positional advantage each and every week. Uh, overall, I think it's a really good team. I think he has really good potential here as long as you know the health of Devontae Adams and George Kittle stays and Justin Herbert really takes that next step. Um, I, th I would assume he would have to make some moves if he wants to really compete at running back position. Um, but I think he's going to win some weeks getting carried by Kettle and Adams and the big, big, uh, big arm on Justin Herbert. Overall, I'm going to go ahead B minus for Jake's team. So tied with Chris for the highest grade thus far. We're going to go to big Washington Redskins fan, John. Um, let's pull his team up here. Where are we at? Uh, Team Coxtoe. I don't know what the fuck that's supposed to mean. Uh, John ended up getting the number one pick and the unanimous number one pick in fantasy football, Christian McCaffrey. Um, that's obviously my favorite pick of his. Christian McCaffrey is about worth his two and one. 
He's the most elite fantasy football player I personally have ever seen. And it's pretty crazy to see a white running back do what he does. Uh, paired with Patrick Mahomes, it's a absolute insane unit. Like, every fucking week, you could literally see Mahomes and McCaffrey put up about 70 points combined. And that alone is going to it's gonna be enough to, to push John into the playoffs. <sighs> Barring injury, I know McCaffrey's coming off an injury last year, but... Overall, in his career, he's been very healthy. Um, I love Damian Harris as his running back, too. Uh, I think if I had to pick a little bit of a weak point on John's team here, it's wide receivers. Not a big fan of Odell Beckham. Terry McLaurin, I think, is going to have a very big season. But Marvin Jones, again, kind of a kind of a journeyman now. He's been, he's been passed around the league a bit, and he's now in Jacksonville. He does have a better quarterback than he has in the past um, with Trevor Lawrence. But overall, I think this team is solely going to rely on Patrick Mahomes and Chris McCaffrey. That's kind of what happens when you get the number one pick, though. Um, I like. I think a big sleeper pick here on this team is his flex spot at the moment, Antonio Brown on Tampa Bay. Uh, if you see what he did last year, when he finally started the, when he finally joined the starting lineup for Tampa Bay last year, he really got targeted by Tom Brady. That's clearly his favorite guy to throw to. Even though Mike Evans and Chris Godwin are there, I think. Honestly, Antonio Brown is still an elite talent, and I think he's going to actually blow up this year. Um, overall, I think it's a very solid team. It's super top-heavy, but, I mean, top-heavy is not always a bad thing. So Christian McCaffrey and Mahomes alone, uh, we're going to go ahead and give John a B-plus grade here, giving him the best draft thus far. Uh, and I think this is going to be a very hard team to beat each week as long as he makes some moves to add to those wide receiver and running back depth outside of Mahomes and McCaffrey. Uh, moving on to Chris Mack, probably the most talkative person at the draft. Talks the most shit, um, but he did kind of back it up here. I think he had a very, very good draft, and I'm going to give you a little bit of a spoiler already. We're going to rate Chris's team. I'm not counting my own, of course. I'm not rating my own draft, but out of everyone besides me, um, I do rate Chris's team as the best draft. I'll give you that one. Um, so... Looking at his team right now, he ended up getting the third pick, and he was <laughs> surprised that I didn't take Alvin Kamara as a Saints fan, but I let Kamara fall to Chris. Um, Kamara has the absolute potential to become the number one running back, even passing Christian McCaffrey. With the Saints down to, I believe, Michael Thomas will be out for at least the first six games. Um, the potential for Kamara to touch the ball every fucking down on offense is there. And I think he's really going to blow up. Like, he's already been an elite, 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 elite running back. And I think even now, more so this year, he's going to he's gonna take that role to a uh, a higher uh, ceiling than he's ever had before. Um, my favorite pick that Chris had was Calvin Ridley on the Atlanta Falcons. I think Ridley, especially with even with Julio Jones there, he was still a very top option. But now with Julio Jones going to Tennessee, I think Calvin Ridley has the potential, just like Kamara, to become the number one guy at his position. I think Calvin Ridley and, and uh, Matt Ryan just throwing the ball up to him every single play really has the potential to become the number one wide receiver this year. And if Calvin Ridley wasn't enough, Justin Jefferson as his second wide receiver, it's crazy. I don't know how he got both these guys here, but Ridley and Jefferson is a outstanding and, in my opinion, the number one one-two punch at wide receiver in this league. Um, Miles Sanders as his second running back. I, th I think it's a real, and then Mark Andrews at tight end. It's a it's a crazy good team. If we're looking at a weak point, I think you, 
you could say Matt Stafford as his his starting quarterback is definitely a weak spot. Um, Stafford really, he's been a solid real life quarterback, but it's hard to find fantasy success with him. It's hard to really have like consistent fantasy success when your quarterback can't fucking run. And Matt Stafford is not a mobile guy at all. He has a cannon of an arm, and he's on a very good offense this year, so he's gonna be good. Um, but if I had to pick a weak spot, I'd be there. Um, he also <laughs> picked up Deshaun Watson from free agency, which I think is just a stupid idea. I, I don't think Watson's ever going to touch the ball this season. Um, and Trevor Lawrence, I, I do have high expectations for Trevor Lawrence, and I know uh, Chris, being a, a Jaguars fan, he had to take him. I honestly would rat. I personally would play Lawrence over Stafford, but that's just me. So if Lawrence actually does take over, you know, his starting spot here over Stafford, I this this team is really elite. It's a really high end team. Um, there's really not much bad to say about it. He does have two Philadelphia wide receivers on his bench with Fulgham and Devontae Smith. Um, but o- overall, this is a solid team, and I, I think outside of my team, of course, this is the best draft in the league. I'll give that an A grade. Moving on to Juan, we would like to, <laughs> on behalf of the entire league, thank Juan for his courteous behavior and allowing us to host the draft that is very nice bachelor pad. Um, we're going to look at Juan's team, a.k.a. Big Dig Tricks, which, you know, very inappropriate, Juan. I can't believe you would even think of that. Um, but my first personal favorite pick of Juan's team from the draft is Saquon Barkley. I think Barkley's getting shit on because of his torn ACL last year. Look at the dude's legs. Dude's a tank. He's going to come back strong. He's on an offense where there really is nothing. Yeah, Evan Ingram's there. He was a high draft capital tight end. He's trash. He's not going to do anything. I really think the offense is completely run through Barkley. If he is anywhere near 100%, even put him at 80%, he's an elite talent running back. And the fact that Barkley fell to one in the draft is insane. I think Barkley is a huge pick, um, along with another pick we'll, I'll discuss later on. Um, one of the one of the absolute steals in the first round. Uh, having Dak Prescott at quarterback and the other day just announcing that he's a full go, I think that's an elite talent. Um, I rate Prescott as a top five fantasy quarterback this year. Just you know, poten- like uh, not potential, but just um, opportunity alone. If you've seen what he did last year before he got hurt, he was putting up record numbers. He was on pace to break a lot of records. He was on pace to become the best fantasy quarterback we've ever seen. And I think him healthy with CeeDee Lamb and Amari Cooper and a healthy Ezekiel Elliott, this this offense is going to be crazy. Their defense is trash, so they're going to have to throw the ball a lot. DeAndre Hopkins is an elite talent. He's going to get the ball thrown to him a million times. Overall, I think this is a great team. Um, I'm a little iffy on the Julio Jones pick. He's a very big name, and he's had one of the greatest primes of any wide receiver. But I think he's done. I, I really do. He's on he's on a very run-heavy team. They're just going to hand the ball to Derrick Henry. And there's also a young stud in A.J. Brown there. I think Julio Jones is there for great depth, and he's going to get some targets. But I think where he was being drafted this year in fantasy is a mistake. I don't think he has it in him anymore, especially on the team that he's in now. Uh, overall, solid team. One of the better teams I've seen, especially with some of, the, some of these steals, um, including Barkley. Um, I'm going to have to give one here a B plus. I think it was a very solid team. Uh, we're going to go to Boo, another, uh, <laughs> he was on FaceTime and, uh, 
Chris was drafting on his behalf. Um, Boo got in my head all night at the draft. He kept taking my sleeper picks. I don't know how he was doing it, but consistently pissing me off. So, of course, I like Boo's team because he's taking a lot of guys that I like. Um, I think his best pick, though, was Keenan Allen at wide receiver. Huge Keenan Allen fan for his whole career, but I think especially this year, Justin Herbert, the young gun quarterback, is just going to toss the ball a shit ton. I think he's going to give Keenan Allen every single opportunity to prove age wrong. I think Keenan Allen has the potential to not only be a top five guy, but to be the number one wide receiver in fantasy football. Um, Every team here, I wrote down a least favorite pick or a least favorite position, and I couldn't even put one down for Boo's team. I think he has the most well-rounded team uh, so far drafted. I think there really is no weak points. He has good high-end talent. He has good positions or good players at each position, and he has a lot of good upside players on his bench. There's really nothing here that's lacking. Um, if I had to take one hit at his team, it would be quarterback. He has Matt Ryan at quarterback. But again, Matt Ryan at quarterback with that defense and, and the Atlanta Falcons are the Atlanta Falcons. They're garbage. He's going to throw the ball 500, possibly 600 times this year. And with Calvin Ridley and the new rookie Kyle Pitts, he's going to be great too. I think he could be a late-round steal. But if you had to pinpoint one weak point on Boo's team, it, I would have to say quarterback just because he's one of the later guys picked. Overall, a very solid team, and the second highest rated team I got right now, just behind Chris Mack. We're going to go A- minus for Boo. On to the big Packers fan, Dan Carson, a late addition to the league, but coming through to the draft, um, I'd have to go, my favorite pick of his was Cooper Cup. Uh, Cup coming off an ACL tear a couple years ago. He bounced back big time last year. Uh, I think he's going to still be good. He's going to be great with Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford is a huge upgrade over uh, what's uh, fucking, I can't even think of his name, um, Jared Goff. Uh, that, that one that one for one trade where Goff and Stafford got traded is a huge advantage for not only the Rams in real life, but in fantasy football. I think Cooper Cup and Robert Woods are bound to have huge years with Stafford at quarterback now. Uh, Cup's a PPR machine. He gets the ball thrown to him over 100 times a year. Um, he's going to be a red zone target. He's going to be a monster. I think Cup is going to be one of the elite wide receivers in fantasy this year. Um, my least favorite pick of Dan's this year was Antonio Gibson. Uh, I do love Antonio Gibson, but the fact that they brought in J.D. McKissick, who was the second, um, second in pass catching for running backs last year, only behind Alvin Kamara, it's going to take away a lot of potential he has. You know, I like guys, running backs who, who can catch the ball is essential in, in fantasy football, especially as your number one or two running backs. So Gibson's uh, ceiling is completely halted if J.D. McKissick indeed does get all that pass-catching work. Um, so I would say that's my least favorite pick. Um, Jerry Judy not even being on the, the fantasy football slip is a problem. I have no idea how that happened, but I, I'm not a big fan of Jerry Judy personally. Uh, so I think that would be another weak point of this team. Um, I think Godwin and Cup is an elite wide receiver duo. Um, it's one of my favorites. I've probably top three favorite uh, wide receiver tandems. The bench is solid. He has one of the best benches in the league with Marquis Calloway, Brian Edwards, Cole Beasley, and then Gus Edwards taking over with, with uh, J.K. Dobbins going down. Marlon Mack and Jameis Winston on the bench. 
overall one of the best benches in the league. You can't deny that. It's a very solid team. Like I said, uh, as long if, if, if J.D. McKissick does indeed not really take away from Gibson, this is going to be an absolute stud of a team with Austin Eckler at running back one. Uh, a B-plus for Dan Carson. Great team. Uh, we're going to skip Joey's team because he didn't even fucking draft. He wasn't there. Juan drafted for him, so we're not going to count him. Uh, so we're going to move on to the final draft evaluation of the day, and that is Steven with I arguably the best fantasy team name as well in the league with Silence of the City Lambs. If you guys haven't seen that yet, it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Go give him some props for that. Um, my favorite, and I think biggest fall in the first round, I think it was the eighth pick, maybe? But Ezekiel Elliott falling to the late first round, I think is absolutely absurd. He's not coming off an injury. He gets Prescott back. He has weapons on the wide out at wide receiver that's going to open up the running game. It's it's insane to see Elliott fall to such a point. Uh, I think Steven getting him was an absolute steal. And even later on in the draft, he got another steal at Lamar Jackson at quarterback. I don't know how Lamar fell this far, but Lamar is an absolute difference changer. One of my favorite quarterbacks of all time uh, is Michael Vick, and even Michael Vick says Lamar is better than him. Uh, DK Metcalf, I'm not a huge fan of. Uh, he's a little bit touchdown dependent, but with Russell Wilson still at quarterback, he's going to get his touchdowns. DJ Moore, I'm a big fan of. Adam Thielen's old. He's trash. I think that is Steven's worst pick this draft. Um, I'm not a fan of Adam Thielen. I think his wheels are going to fall off before the end of the season. Uh, Dallas Goddard at tight end a little bit weak as well with Zach Ertz still being there. Um, it really limits Dallas Goddard. You do, really don't like to touch tight ends that have like two solid tight ends that are used predominantly unless it's Rob Gronkowski and Aaron Hernandez in New England it doesn't really work out so I don't know how well Dallas Goddard's going to do this year Jarvis Landry at flex I think could be really good I know the Browns are going to run the ball a lot more this year but I think Jarvis Landry is still a better value than Odell Beckham um, a pretty solid bench um, I do like the potential of Johnny Smith so if Dallas Scott really doesn't pay off, I think Johnny Smith is a big sleeper tight end uh, signing with New England this season. I think that's a big, big pick. Uh, big potential here with Tony Pollard and Zach Moss as well as bench pieces at running back. Um, I think he might lack a little bit in depth, but it also has some good upside on some guys. He has an absolute league winner at Lamar Jackson. If he puts up the numbers that we're used to him putting up, he puts up 1,000 rushing yards a year. It's unstoppable. He he has an advantage against almost every quarterback in the league this year, barring maybe Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes and Kyler Murray. But other than that, every weekend and week out, going to have a big advantage with Lamar Jackson, a big advantage with Ezekiel Elliott, and a bounce-back season by David Montgomery. It's a very, very solid team. It's, it's a fucking, it's a Steven Overtink team. There's a few teams and guys that he always drafts and likes, and this is exactly what I would expect his team to look like. A very good team and tied for the second best draft with an A minus. So, a little, a little recap. We got Chris Mack at A, Juan B plus, Boo with an A minus, Dan Carson with a B plus, Steven with an A minus, Chris Redhead Chris. Uh, with a B minus, Brian with a C plus, Dylan with a C plus, Jake with a B minus, and John with a B plus, and obviously me with an A plus because I'm the commission. I whatever I say goes. Um, anyway, 
So we're gonna be I'll be doing this little podcast here every single week, giving you know updates and, and previews and predictions. I hope you guys enjoy it. Um, but before I end this first ever Aaron Hernandez Memorial Fantasy Football League podcast. Um, I'd like to end it with my weekly predictions this week. Um, so football starts this Thursday, Cowboys and Bucks. So that means get your fucking lineups together, get ready to fight because fantasy football is beginning now. Um, first matchup here, me versus Chris. I'm gonna go me. I know it sounds biased, but it's not. I swear to God, I just think my team has a better shot week one here against Chris. Um, I think Brian's gonna take the edge on Dylan. I think John's gonna beat out Jake. I think Chris Mack and Juan are going to have a very big battle, but I think Chris Mack is going to win. Um, I got Dan Carson beating Boo. I do love Boo's team a lot, as I said before, but I think week one here, I think Dan Carson's going to have the edge. And Mr. Autodraft himself is going to lose to the hands of Steven. So, <laughs> recap, me, Brian, John, Chris Mack, Dan, and Steve, I am predicting to win their first week matchups. Um, thank you guys for listening. I'm going to be doing this every week. Let me know if you have any notes or tips or ideas. If anybody wants to join this with me as well, you can talk shit about anybody you want. Just hit me up. Um, but uh, I'll be posting these every single week, you know, talking shit to everybody. But uh, welcome to the Aaron Hernandez Memorial League, and let's have a good fucking season. Good luck, guys.